Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 921. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. What is up, good sir? Uh, hello, Kevin. How about yourself? Oh, uh, just a uh, regular Tuesday night uh, watching some college basketball because uh, the wife's, my father-in-law has gotten really into it. So I end up watching a lot of Dayton Flyer games these days. And it just so happened that Kent State also had a game on, so watched a, a lot of college hoops here. Uh, Kent State, not good. Um, so uh, there is that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's about the only thing uh, up here. Uh, other than that, uh, boy, uh, there's always uh, some news uh, going on, it seems like. Uh, the The wrestling world has not been short on news for us, Chris. And uh, Shahid and I had talked extensively about uh, the Vince McMahon uh, lawsuit that has been levied. And uh, the only real new development there is that uh, from the, the time of last recording here, Vince McMahon uh, has officially resigned and is now uh, not with, uh, what are they, Endeavor, TKO. I guess? TKO. <laughs> TKO, except as the largest single shareholder, although that doesn't it, it, that doesn't amount to anywhere near fifty one percent of controlling interest. So yeah, it means a hill of beans. He no basically has no moves left. Yeah, the way I believe it, it seemed to go down, it was on about, about Friday, somewhere around Friday, late Friday afternoon, early evening. Uh, word came down from Slim Jim that they were threatening to pull their oh. advertising. And then pretty much less than an hour later is when Vince announced his resignation. Or at least I don't know if Vince did. I think Tony and Nick Khan did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I did not really dig into uh, the timeline. Like, I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, come on. This was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is absolutely going to happen. Um, you know... the one thing where when people were putting stuff out and they had the text messages in there uh that was something i'm like that's not good because i mean that's something that can be you know like if it's anything that can be verified like that it's just like dude you're you're in a you're in a tough situation pal i mean if you were to write an R rate, like an R rated movie, and you put those, you put the, the language from that, from those text messages in, you would have an editor telling you to remove half of this. <laughs> like it's beyond any like movie or TV villain you could ever think of. And <laughs> maybe you wouldn't necessarily believe all, but if it wasn't staring you in the face, <laughs> that someone could literally say these things to another human being. I mean, I don't think you shouldn't be giggling at all about it. it's 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 horrible. You know, 
Yeah, it's I mean, it is so comic book villainy that it's almost hard not to laugh at, like in some aspects, you know. God, God help this woman get her through her issues that she has coming out of this, and uh, you know, if there's any way, if there's enough evidence they could get Vince in prison for something, I guess he should be there. But I mean, I guess maybe the punishment of not being not being involved in his in his company day to day ever again. Maybe that's a punishment that's equal to prison. I mean, this man has never had a life outside of this company, and you know, even when he was kind of out, he was never maybe fully out. I know there was there's that you know Ronda Rousey gets it doesn't give a crap anymore. She put out the tweet like, as long as Bruce Prichard works for WWE. Uh, you know, Vince has Vince has an ear and has a voice. Oh, <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see how how long Bruce Pritchard lasts. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends upon how DP ends up getting involved in this whole thing. Oh yeah, there's there, this is this is gonna be big. You know, if this if she doesn't settle and they don't offer enough to get her to settle, and this goes to court. This goes into discovery and whatnot. I, 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 I hope no, no one has any real hero worship of, of anyone in the wrestling business or who has, who has worked with WWE for the last like twenty years because I think something is something is very, very well come up about a lot of people. Uh, yeah. I mean, because I guess that is the other thing that I feel like. Uh... Meltzer was kind of talking about it that this whole thing was something of an open secret. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they've done this before, setting someone up with a job where they really didn't do anything, so they could be some kind of plaything for Vince and his and his cohorts. It, it doesn't it doesn't seem like this is the first time that has happened. Yeah, like, and, and I know that was at least part of it that Shahid and I talked about. I mean, we already know that there were multiple payouts. Yes, and some of them were allegedly allegedly to talent. No, no other names have been mentioned, and, and oh. no one really should should even speculate on, on on names. And it's probably not good. I mean, there's three people. Obviously, Vince and John Laurinaitis have been named. Brock Lesnar is, wasn't named in the lawsuit, <laughs> but well, the Wall Street <laughs> Journal seemed confident enough that <laughs> to, to, to use his name. So I, I guess we can figure him in. Uh, yes, the because I'm trying to remember if that was in text message or not, or if that was just a description of because uh, Vince, his imagination was trash, at least in these uh, things, like in multiple ways. The fact that he's just like, oh, think of this guy as a WWE wrestler and a UFC fighter, and it's just like. Huh? Like, you can't even say cage fighter? Like, why did you specifically say UFC? I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if it was Vince that said that. Well, yeah. I, it, I, think, I, think, yeah I think that was from, from her side. You know, there's, there's multiple people who, 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 who could potentially be named or will be deposed and all of this. It, it, it's, it, 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 it's not a good situation at all. Um, Triple H... Uh, Fielded about, I believe, about three questions. One of whom was from our good friend Cameron Hawkins over at the Ringer, and didn't exactly uh, <laughs> acquit himself very well. He had 
he, he, he had a he had two whole days to prepare for this, and he he was not really prepared, even with a, even with a good non-answer. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be one of the people uh, sweating bullets a little bit. Like, you don't know how much he knew, but if everyone kind of knew, it's hard to deny that you didn't know something. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like, when you're in that high of a position and you are literally the guy's son-in-law like yeah not a great spot to be in trips uh trips has got to be sweating bullets here oh oh he does and the people who own 51 percent of WWE, not saying that they're innocent people by any stretch of the imagination but they are the people who own 51 percent, and they will clean house of anyone who will stand in the way of their money uh, if they believe that, if they believe that they're a liability. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is the uh, one problem with uh, not having it literally be a family business anymore. Right, no. This is, this is now a job that Triple H can't be fired from and replaced. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think that it would take a lot for that to happen. I do think, I, I think it will take a lot. A lot would have to come out, and I mean... If they were doing poorly right now, it would be a lot. It would probably be a lot easier. <laughs> but oh. thankfully, he for for himself. Thankfully, things have gone very well over the last year or so. So therefore, and business is good. So he he might find himself more protected than he would otherwise. Uh, I feel like that's a valid statement. <laughs> you know, like it, like you said, uh, if you're not getting in the way of the money. Uh, it will really help your case. And Triple H is, you know, like you said, he, he's putting out good product and people are really into uh, the WWE currently. Yes, correct. And that will give him some level of insulation. So, yeah, I mean... Just because it's a court thing, it's it's really going to be one of those things that I don't know if there's a lot more to discover from this point forward. You know what I mean? Like, until they actually commit to a court case. Yes. Yeah, that is correct on this one. But if this emboldens other people to come forward from the other list of NDAs, because if what you're being at... Here's the thing. Here's the thing with an NDA. If you do business with... KFC, and you find and, and, and they reveal to you what all the herbs and spices are. They can put you under an NDA, and you are not allowed to ever repeat that. This is not that. They're asking you to to, to cover up for a, from from their crimes, and that is not that is not legal. That that is not that is not covered under an NDA. So all these NDAs are probably basically invalid in that regard. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of ugliness that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that could yeah. come out. I guess it'll be interesting. I mean, nothing in that regard has come out in this time period. No, 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 no nothing else. It's not like there needs to be anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we really, 
this is like doing the the whole icing on the cake. Uh, I always the thing that uh, the movie that I always think about. I'm trying to think of which Rambo it is, where like he goes back to Cambodia, and like they show the guy as some genocidal maniac, but then. Like, just the icing on the cake. They're like, oh, yeah, and he's a pedophile. It's just like, guys, he was, like, straight up murdering people. Like, we we didn't really need this. Like, that's just like gilding the lily of the evil tree. And really, anything more that comes out on Vince on top of this stuff is really just gilding the lily at this point, you know? Dogpile on the rabbit, it, a deserving rabbit. <laughs> oh yeah, mind yeah. you. Okay. We, we, we absolutely we, we be deserving. <laughs> and at, the, at this point, I mean, is, is there anything that that man could be accused of that you would say, you know what? No, Vince McMahon would not do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just all of the uncomfortable stuff that we watched in the uh, Attitude and um, ruthless aggression eras. Oh yeah. That, that, that was him exercising his mental illness for, for us, his, his demons for us all. And and, the, and really, the, the rhythm of the aggression area was, was really bad. If you go back to some of those Smackdowns where he was just, you know, the shows were almost two hours of him just of him just using, using his college time as therapy sessions. Like, it was, yeah, I mean, it, it's always been there. It's, you know, we, we, we've all made our, those of us who have, are, are informed and have been around long enough have kind of, it, we've made our peace and held our nose uh, for, for a lot of different things. It's all kind of coming to a head right now. We will see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you kind of let off with it. It, it. It would take a, a whole, whole lot. Like, they would really, Vince would really need to invalidate pretty much everything that came out for him to try and get some semblance of re reputation back here. No, and I'm under the assumption that he has, he has no real defense here. Yeah, I, it, it, it does not, it, it seems pretty cut and dry. So yeah, he's uh, he he's not in a good spot. So yeah, he is probably not back in professional wrestling again. And uh, like you said, that is definitely at least for him some weird punishment that he does not want to deal with. Right. Uh, and uh, some people uh, like Drew McIntyre uh, would say that uh, that there is karma and punishment uh, being dealt out to uh, one CM Punk right now. <laughs> oh, there was there was no good transition out of that. But, but, but go for it, Ryan. Oh my God, CM Punk! How does this happen? Oh man, CM Punk out with a tricep tear. Probably at least six months. Gonna miss WrestleMania. I mean, I've I've watched that DDT over and over again. Drew McIntyre did nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, the future shock. You know, Punk either is just that riddle, or he posted wrong on his way down with his, you know, how he had his arm. You know, as I said, Drew did nothing wrong there. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's for storyline purposes, it's great to have it be Drew who did it. Right. And this has happened way too frequently with CM Punk over the last two years. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it has got to be a legitimate concern, I guess, yeah, at I this mean, point. I mean, they're, they're paying him so much that I assume that they're going to try that they're going to try this again. No, when he's no. that he does have a feud lined up, which is interesting that they're, that they're pouring all this gasoline on McIntyre, who allegedly has not been signed yet. And they're also planning on a storyline for Drew, you know, over the next six months, you know, through the summer. So, yeah. I, I imagine he's going to resign at this uh, point. The, it's a hell of a sales pitch. I mean, they've put a lot on him, and they're going to continue to put a lot on him. Because heading into Elimination Chamber... Seth Rollins is going to be out. Punk is going to be out. They can't bring Brock Lesnar back. <laughs> it, 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 and, and they've got the stadium show. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, that, 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 that is something that can be talked about about the men's rumble, too. Honestly, the, for obvious reasons already stated, uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar, one of the people that uh, you and I might have said was a lock to uh, show up at the Rumble. Uh, little little what? did we know, uh, recording at this time last week. Yeah, no, we, we had no idea what Brock was in, what was into, literally did not have any idea. I would not, I, 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 I know, not having guessed that Brock Lesnar was into, in, was into that kind of shit. Uh, uh, but, but, yeah. Yeah, right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Drew McIntyre, like, he's got to be... Uh, I mean, I guess we've talked about their deep main event scene. And A, Brock Lesnar is out the picture. And CM Punk is out of there. And Seth Rollins... I saw something he said today where he's hoping to be back sooner. So WrestleMania isn't his first total match back. But man, we are we are talking about a about a risk here. If he's he, pushing it any any too much further, uh, and, oh. but but they've also got nothing. I mean, I, I don't know if they fully decided what they're going to do yet. Because you know we 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 got you know Seth Rollins confronting Cody Rhodes on Raw. I mean, in some ways it it it, it made sense. I didn't really like it because I feel like Seth came off very very whiny and begging. And we also know deep down that Cody's not going to make that decision. So it's just going to make him and the world title look, look that much. And, and his title look that much worse. When, when, when Cody decides to face Roman Reigns anyway, when uh, could have just not involved himself at all. I, I mean, I thought that it was a pretty nice sales pitch on uh, Seth's part. Pitch, but, but nobody, nobody buys it though. Nobody, uh, nobody takes this title seriously, and they have um, They've because he's kind of been a featured act. It has helped a bit, but they're almost, yeah, there kind of needs to be something else going on there. I right. guess Punk was probably probably their ticket to this. Getting that title in, in, into a big main event match in WrestleMania being taken more seriously. And that's yeah. out the window. And they got to figure yeah. out what they're going to do. Because I'm just going to assume that Cody's going to choose Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. They're going to do a deal where it's Cody versus Seth again, and then Rock, Roman Reigns versus The Rock or whatever. 
Cody versus Seth again makes no sense. Cody's beaten Seth three times, including one once when he was basically an invalid. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about this title. You know, Seth can try all he wants, and, and in some ways I feel bad for him because he's no. in some ways he's not being put in a great position either. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean. It's one of those things that I guess I understand it from a number of angles. Like, yeah, th this is like, hey, uh, we need to come up with uh, the alternative plan for what Seth is going to do. So we're throwing this out there just to stretch things out a little bit. Yeah. And I, I'm like, Cody yeah, I got it. <laughs> right. I, I get it. But Cody is supposed to be on SmackDown Friday and... I believe Roman Reigns is as well. I don't know if they're going to how much longer they're going to drag this out without Cody making his decision, even as early as Friday. Um, you can put the top the contendership for the World Heavyweight Championship on the line Elimination Chamber, but there is possibly another key person who's going to have to miss Elimination Chamber, and he would be a leading a leading you know possibility to challenge Seth Rollins in WrestleMania. And that is Gunther due to his uh, citizenship situation, and awaiting as he awaits his green card and is unable to leave the country until I believe spring. Uh, yeah, and February is definitely not spring. Yeah, I believe, it was six months ago. I know that's why he missed Saudi, and then oh. I think he he might be available for France in May, but I I, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think Australia is too soon in February, so it's, you know, what do you do? Do, do, do Drew McIntyre again? Since, maybe since Seth was going to face a baby face anyway, do you, do you make the Sami Zayn's moment? No. That might be the pick. If, if Gunther's not on, the, not, not on the table, I think maybe that's where I go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely get some, um, uh, I, I do feel like Seth is leaning a little more heel these days on his own. Like, I even think that the sales pitch was a little heely. It came off whiny. It was, yeah. it, 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 feel, it felt like he was trying too hard. And again, I get why they're doing this. I get why they feel like they need to buy some time. But the end answer is not going to make Seth or, or, or that title look good. No. No. He, it, it, it's got to be Roman. It, Yeah. Like, all that stuff was silly talk. So, um, yeah, it, it it's going to be wild to see who does end up challenging for that if Gunther is not able to go there and not because there's always got to be something oh they did the U.S. title last year didn't they in the elimination chamber and we just talked about this last week I think yes they did <laughs> and the, and, and so maybe ooh, I wonder if well, just because of the situation I wonder if we get down to something like that we might but I feel like the U.S. title situation is going to be Logan Paul and Kevin Owens again in, in Elimination Chamber in, in a single. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess... Oh, oh, hold on, you can't... I, I guess now I'm, like, slapping my own head 
uh, you can't do intercontinental uh, in there. No, you cannot. You can't. If Gunther can't make it over. Because you at least have the one women's match, I would assume. Yes, you've got you've got the you've, there's going to be a women's chamber. I I imagine and maybe that would be for the contendership for whatever title Bailey doesn't choose. I mean, obviously we've also got an idea about that. It's all going to go too. <laughs> and then I, I, it's you know it's pretty apparent they're going to run with Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax in a singles championship match with you know not even trying to heal Rhea Ripley at all. Where she's just going to be a total babyface when she walks out that curtain in, in, in her home country. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which, uh, still leaves, uh, WrestleMania, a, a bit open for her, but, I uh, mean, I mean, everyone says, assumes it's going to be Becky Lynch, and uh, yeah. I think that makes the most sense. Uh, that is a perfect setup for Rhea, though, to be against Nia Jax, like, I mean. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely, yeah. That's, uh, they did a good job of holding her off until the right time, honestly. Just because they probably could have run with that match earlier than they have. Yeah. No, no. It's You, you don't put a baby face in that situation. You don't put a Liv Morgan in that situation to be booed. And, and, no. and Actually, Liv Morgan is someone who returned at the end of the Royal Rumble, is obviously ready to be back, but it doesn't feel like in her natural position would be going for revenge against Rhea Ripley and going for the title, but... WrestleMania, you know, you've got this Australia show where, you know, whoever wrestles Rhea Ripley is going to be booed out of the building. And then they're going to, they got to choose between, between Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan for a WrestleMania match. They're not going to choose Liv Morgan. Uh, no, they, uh, they are not going to. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I kind of, well, <laughs> I guess, is there anything else to, uh, just because I, I was almost ready to get into the women's rumble, but I'm like, let's kind of finish more of the stuff surrounding the men's rumble. Um, because, and I'm just, I guess I'm trying to think of if there are other, any other storylines coming out of that, that um, were either presented on Raw or just kind of took place in the match itself. I mean the 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 random draw bringing Jimmy and Jay Uso as one and two. Having <laughs> <laughs> I mean, them you know have physical you know interaction for the first time in several months. Uh, you know, gotta believe that you know the WrestleMania match one on one match between them is still is still in play. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was something, uh, not a ton of surprises, uh, surprise entrance, uh, this year. Braun Breaker was on the list, though, of yeah, surprise entrance. Yeah, one, because some people are, 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 are out there saying that Braun Breaker was actually the one who took play, took to Brock Lesnar's place. And did everything Brock Lesnar would have done, including being eliminated by Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> which would have led to Brock Lesnar versus Dominic Mysterio at Elimination Chamber. Uh, I mean, you can run it. You can run it. I mean, I, I mean, they, they ran Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet on one of these, on one of these international shows before, so it's <laughs> not that ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, it, it passes mustard. 
Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh man, that would have been so a hell of a thing. And then, and then they did. See, now I, I my my theory was Pat McAfee was the one who took Brock Lesnar's exact spot number, but oh, Pat was not it. Pat was just like, I've been partying it up with my boys for the last month. I am in no shape to do anything here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Pat, uh, McAfee, I would have to say seemed a little rusty. He, he, he was rusty. It did not feel like he's been watching the product. Yeah, like he kind of knew some names, but like even, like it felt like him and Michael Cole had instant chemistry, like when he came on that first time. <laughs> and... I even think Michael Cole just kind of almost turned to him a couple of times and looked at him like, "What the fuck is going on over there?" I think I, I believe I, I think it did, but I, I, I guess it wasn't that big of an issue because Pat McAfee is now the permanent color commentator on Raw. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, of all of the choices that were out there, I'm not quite sure why. I did not uh, think that uh, this one was a possibility. I mean, if the issue is uh, is always is going to be in, in in the fall, you know, weekends in the fall, well, then I guess putting him on Raw is the is the solution. Is the solution, and then it wouldn't surprise me if if, if if Netflix is very in favor of them running with McAfee as a name. Uh, yeah. Over time. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's so much going on that, you know, you know, ESP, you know McAfee and ESPN aren't happy with each other, and that might, that, that relationship might not last too, too much longer and all that. But uh, he does still have his WWE work. And did you see that? Did you see what? Did you did you read today what they're doing about SmackDown? Uh, that was even more curious. I'm like, okay, whatever. McAfee can get back into the swing of things. Like, I didn't even think his Raw was terribly good, honestly. No, I, 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 I thought he was very, way more relaxed on Raw, and him and Cole have always had chemistry, If you don't, especially if you don't have Graves there as a third person throwing things off a little bit. Uh-oh, yeah. But Corey Graves, I assume, is now going to be in the position of being the lead play-by-play announcer on SmackDown along with Ray, Wade Barrett? Uh, yeah, that one was yeah. like, I'm like, huh? Like, I was not expecting this solution. I feel like it's going to be interesting. Graves has gotten a little stale on commentary a bit. Yeah. And... I I think he can do it. I mean, the guy has wrestled an well, you know, has been around wrestling for an awful long time, whether in the ring or out of for yeah, I mean, quite and, some and he's time. He's sat now. next to Michael Cole for almost ten years now, and I, I mean, I, I guess it will be interesting to see how how he plays as a straight man. Uh, or if that's what he ends up playing, like I. I think him and Wade Barrett, I, I guess it's just going to be interesting. Like I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, because I, I don't remember if you and I talked about it or if Shahid and I did about uh, maybe just with the way the WWE splitting up their TV product all over the place, uh, 
moving forward here, you know, Netflix, uh, CW, and USA. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what the majors are, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Booker T has uh, cut down on the goofiness. And uh, him and Vic work really well, and I'm not quite sure if you find someone to deal with Booker T like Vic does. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they are a good team, and, and they've stuck together for quite a while. That was, what, well over a year, maybe two years? I don't really know. I, 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 I think they're probably getting close to two years at this point. And it's kind of close, because it was, was it, what, uh, it was what? It probably would have been the fall of twenty twenty two when 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 McAfee had to had, had to bow out. So that's going on about a year and a half ago now. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to f- figure out if they uh, actually have something here in Wiki about uh, when he uh, really hopped back on commentary here. Because Wade Barrett was the, was the uh, Joseph for October of twenty two. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, that so that went when Wade Barrett made the jump over to was it? Was, did he start with Raw or SmackDown? Uh, on uh, he uh, came in directly to NXT in twenty two. Well, no, no, twenty two would have been the would have been October twenty twenty two when when all the switches had to happen. Right? Uh, yeah, because he came back on an episode of Raw. Okay, because Booker T, because Wade was with Vic Joseph on SmackDown until McAfee left SmackDown, and then they had to move, you know, Wade Barrett up to Raw, you know, you know, and then Graves moved, moved to SmackDown, and that, yeah, yeah, so it's, 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 it's something like that. So, yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 been a little while now. I mean, yeah, yeah, so almost close, going on a year and a half now, Vic Joseph and Booker T have been together, uh, you know, they... They tried with poor Kevin Patrick, but it was, just was not taking. So, and at some point, I see, I, see, I assume very recently the deal with McAfee came together to bring him back per, to, to, one, to, to one of the shows permanently. Yeah, like you said, uh, Saturday seemed to be the big problem. I, I don't know what that guy does with that. Well, I guess you still do Tuesday through Friday then? Or well, I guess since it's a day gig, he ends up having to do it from the site of Raw every week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the man has turned down, you know, probably I think a lot of offers to move the show to New York or Los Angeles. He just because he just loves being in Indianapolis, so his, you know, that, that just loves being his home so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what what his Monday shows are going to look like going going forward. If if he's because that, that's that's got to be cause depending on where Raw is, that's got to be a that's got to be a tight squeeze. <laughs> uh, yeah, even from since Indianapolis is kind of central, it, it makes things a little bit easier. Uh, but yeah, they uh, if you're in Los Angeles, that's still a long ass flight. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that uh, I guess that's something for someone else to worry about because I don't watch his show really. And uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, ESPN has it on earlier in the day than I think his his old podcast was it. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, I, I believe it's like a you know nine or ten Eastern show now. I think. Oh, it's like two. It's like at least two hours long. Okay, so it's a real morning thing. So yeah, I mean, he has some flexibility, but yeah. 
some of those longer flights will get uh, get kind of interesting. What they uh, what they end up doing. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, since there wasn't anything <laughs> real uh, real surprising there uh, for the men's Royal Rumble. Uh, I guess there were some uh, not-so-surprising things in a lot of ways, but uh, they did make them official. Uh, Naomi, uh, back in the Women's Royal Rumble, uh, almost right off the hop here. Because, uh, what, she was number two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she was number two, and she went, man, you know, over 50 minutes, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe she actually had the record and then Bailey broke the record like minutes, minutes later. Yeah, they, they let that match last long enough that Bailey, Bailey got to take the record, uh, even though she ended up coming in at number, well, I mean, three is a heck of a spot to win from. Uh, well, I think the, the real shock was, uh, was it was four or five when, when Jordan Grace appeared? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Verbally acknowledged on TV uh, that she was the TNA Knockouts Champion. Yeah, that's an interesting deal that they got put together, and she she got pretty over pretty well. I mean, she she was in there for a while. Uh, yeah, I mean, because she was in there early. Well, a I guess that's one of those. You know, she's not going to win it. But yeah, I mean, they really put her in a good position. I, I mean, I thought that that was a really fun moment with her and Naomi, who just, you know, left uh, Impact slash TNA, where they hug it out and then they start fighting each other. Like, uh, that was a lot of fun, I thought. And uh, yeah, they didn't... I, I guess it's another one of those we know it's not uh, Vince in charge because they're like, hey, I know what they have here. We're not going to like th- throw dirt on TNA just because. And I mean, that would be kind of wild if uh, the WWE and, and and I mean, it has kind of sounded that way that uh, TNA and WWE might do more in the future? Yeah, it, it, it's possible. You know, there the, would be a little bit of a relationship. Obviously, WWE doesn't, you know, yeah, it, 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 it's the one that would benefit. Well, I mean, they got Jordan Grace in, and, you know, she, I, I think she counted, you know, she counted her for, for herself well. I mean, TNA has to know that if WWE wants Jordan Grace when her contract is up, they're going to have her. Uh, or, oh. or anybody else for that matter. <laughs> uh, they are definitely not going to be able to compete with the dollars if the WWE uh, decides to, uh, you know, really put it out there. Yeah. And then there was a surprise, although, not the biggest surprise, although it may have been the moment of the entire show. Jade Cargill makes her WWE debut in very, very, very impressive fashion. Uh, yeah, she uh, looked great. She was another one that uh, 
Uh, I, I definitely put my like uh, down for the uh, double uh, press slam moment with her and Bianca Belair. And uh, we uh, got the uh, Spider-Man meme, if you want to uh, go that route. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, we got her uh, lugging Nia Jax around and and, and eliminating her. That that probably got the pop of the entire the biggest pop of the entire show. Uh, yeah, Nia Jax, uh, I would have to say, seems to have improved. She has. I think she, she's better than she's better than she was. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not gonna, <laughs> never gonna be my favorite wrestler. Um, but I. <sighs> Yeah, she's still hated, I guess. You know, like, it, it, she, her and Dominic Mysterio get easy boos. Yes. And, uh, you know, anytime you eliminate her, uh, that that's going to be a positive. And I'm trying to think if uh, Jax had eliminated any of the big names prior to Cargill, uh Chucking I don't know if she necessarily eliminated enough Could. of the big game, but the big names, but she did. Um, she did have the elimination record, which 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 made me one hundred and thirty dollars in Steve's in Steve's Royal Rumble pool. That was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, new because uh, is that a overall record or just the women's record? I think yeah, that's the women's record. The, the, the men's record is about somewhere between 13 and 15 in one, in, in one match. Okay. So, the, yeah, so, so I think Nia's, yeah. got the, Nia's got the women's record. I mean, the, they're, the, the table. They're, they're starting to uh, build up the years on the women's rumble, so. They are. They are. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, you know, it's, you know again, that, that's at the table for what Jay Carwell was able to do. And then, you know, obviously the, the, the Jay Cargill bianca Belair face-off was a big deal. Once again, that that. that People reacted huge to it. Oh and, yes, and, and that was not the, the best crowd they've ever had for a Royal Rumble. There were a lot of a lot of a lot, a lot of quiet points, a lot of low points, but they, they came alive for that. Oh yes, I could absolutely see that being a you know one on one match at WrestleMania. You know, this year you know doesn't necessarily have to be for the title or anything. Uh, no, I mean. It definitely does not seem like uh, a championship match is in the cards for Bianca this year. Um, you know, I mean, we have Bailey locking up at least one of the spots. Right, right, right. Yes, but Bianca has been a featured person for years now. Yeah. She's got a new reality show coming out on Hulu. She's not going to, you know, fall into the background like some, maybe some other people have. So, and if yes. You can you can still give her a very very strong singles match that will be uh, a featured part of WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, and that uh, her and Jade Cargill would definitely uh, fall under that category. Um. So, uh, you know, another uh, fun moment that I uh, liked in a couple of different ways. Uh, Kyrie Sane saving herself like Spider Woman. But also failing to really save herself. <laughs> I feel like that should almost happen more often. Like you always get the miraculous uh, route back into the ring. 
I kind of like uh, having a save, but it's still uh, not paying off uh, completely yeah. just because the match is hard. You know, like it it kind of it kind of makes sense that uh, not all of those are going to end up being spectacular, you know, completely spectacular. Um, and I'm trying to think because what the other not so surprise appearances we definitely had what Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton from NXT. Am I forgetting right. any of the other NXT women? Or are those the only two? I think those were the only two. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it it is unsurprising that the two women that are probably the most roster ready were in, in this, uh, event. Yeah, 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 and, and they did well for themselves. It was good, you know, good moment for them. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say that I enjoyed the women's rumble more than the men's rumble this year. Uh, it definitely, as we've kind of said, I, I feel like already, like we've gone over way more moments in the women's rumble. Yeah. So yeah, like it definitely had more stuff to it. Uh, than the men's rumble did. So, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it was more enjoyable and I was very happy just because we have not talked about it very much that, um, you know, Bailey finally got the big win. Like I, it feels like she has deserved this for a while now. Uh, but she's, had to uh, wait for the whole uh, Becky, in some ways, the Becky Lynch stuff to wear off. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, she definitely had to wait behind Bianca Belair to get a main event at WrestleMania. You know, like, she's, is she the only one of the four? Oh, no, I guess Sasha didn't have a main event. Yes, yeah, she did. She, she, got, oh. she got Bianca. Oh yeah, so yeah, Bailey is the only one of the four horsewomen to not have a main event match or well, a, a title match. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Bailey has never had a singles match at WrestleMania. Oh wow! Guess I did not realize this factoid. I think I, I think I saw, saw, saw that sometime late last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I still don't think that. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting that closing spot. Even with, even with a, a massive changes, I still don't think Bailey and let's just be, yeah, you know, EO is are not going to get the, the the closing spot in WrestleMania Night One. Becky and Rhea would probably more, if, if a women's match is going to get it, it would probably still be Becky and Rhea. Uh, I I would imagine uh, they are they are definitely the backup uh, women's main event. You know, they they, no, they they are number two in the pecking order. Right, it, 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 but it, but it's still a big deal. It's still be a big match for Bailey. And, and, you know, once again, I could imagine maybe as, as early as Friday we will get the we will get the beat down on the turn. Uh, yeah it it was kind of interesting that whole segment that uh, that ended up playing out on Raw. 
with uh, Bailey cowering in uh, fear of Nia Jax saying that, uh, yeah, she was going to wait until SmackDown. Um, and the look at Eo's face when she said that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the other interesting point that came up, and I mean, I saw it seconded, uh, although I saw it with my uh, very own eyes first, uh, Dakota Kai not wearing a brace on her knee, uh, not saying that she needs to be fully healed for this turn to happen, but, uh, you know, it could help if, uh, Dakota helps put the boots to, uh, Bailey, uh, in the process here. Yeah. You know, really help kind of, uh, drive, drive that dagger into, uh, to Bailey's heart. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, SmackDown could be uh, pretty interesting if they decide to uh, pull that trigger. Or, you know, there is kind of a lot of time between now and WrestleMania. So, I don't I, I don't think it's a sure thing on Friday, but uh, you rightly point out. There was a little bit of concern on EO's face, and... Uh, it, it has felt like there's been tension there. They've let it kind of dissipate a little bit in the build of the rumble. Uh, but it could uh, come back in full force here uh, on Friday. Yeah, um, So uh, other things uh, that happened at the Royal Rumble, Chris, uh, Logan Paul beats Kevin Owens. Uh, not uh, not much of a surprise. Well, actually, hold on. No, he didn't actually beat him, did he? It was he, the... he won by disqualification. Yes. The referee caught Kevin Owens with the brass knuckles that, that, that were brought in by Logan Paul and as along with uh, Awesome Theory and, and Grayson Waller. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very rare disqualification in a, in a premium live event match. But it worked here. Even after a fairly long, lengthy match, it, 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 it worked here. You know, for once, for once, the referee wasn't wasn't caught, you know, blind or anything or just dumb. <laughs> he, he just uh, yeah, I I definitely blame it. KO for this one. I mean, he he has been a sneaky gentleman over the years, and he uh, failed to put the brass knucks into his shorts to help cover up his crime. I mean, I just, that's a failure on KO's part. Yeah, that definitely was a failure on his part. <laughs> you don't really need to come up with a new challenger for Logan Paul heading into an elimination chamber, so you can run that match again. Oh, yep. I don't, I don't necessarily even still see the, you know, Owens winning the title at all, but man, these, two, these two are fun together. They, they definitely have, they, they have, no. Chemistry on the microphone, they have chemistry in the ring, so it, 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 it's good to keep that going. Uh, yeah, and it helps kind of build uh, at least some anticipation for something else on that card other than uh, the two chamber matches themselves. Uh, and then, uh, again, not, nothing too surprising here. Uh, Roman Reigns was not going to lose in a fatal four-way, uh, matchup. No, he was not. And that match definitely suffered for Roman's last three or four matches have really sucked since, since last WrestleMania have suffered, have suffered from the, from no one believing that he could possibly lose this thing before the next WrestleMania. Oh, 
yeah, I mean, it was almost surprising because was it last year that his championship match was the main event of the Rumble? Yes, his match with Kevin Owens was the main event. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, to me, they do the women's match, and then this match comes on second. I'm like, oh, this is a really low-status Roman Reigns match to come out second yeah, on the card yeah, here. That also had, had, had a lot to do with, I think, people... I mean, I mean, people reacted when people started hitting their finishers, when Martin started firing off RKO's. You know, oh. People reacted to that, but... Yeah, it, it, you just couldn't get people to believe that Roman was losing this thing, and he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a well laid out match. So I mean, it was. It, it, it was. It was. It was. It was definitely a well laid out match. It was a good, it was a good match. It just yeah. Once again, Roman's Roman's matches are starting to suffer from people not believe not believing that that he could possibly lose. Uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, that is is a real issue. Um. We've kind of talked about some of this stuff from uh, Rumble Fallout here on Raw. Because, I mean, we talked about the CM Punk injury. Uh, and Drew McIntyre making fun of him, which was uh, pretty funny. Um, the Bailey stuff. Uh, I mean... Is there much to be said about the Judgment Day follow-up that happened I on Raw? They finally, I mean, they finally just beat that, just beat down our truth. So I, we, I, I, I guess that's the end of it. That you can't have our truth come back again and still keep saying that he please he's a part of the Judgment Day. And we're we're, we're going to get you know awesome truth fully you know going yeah. after the tag titles going forward after uh, DIY failed. <laughs> you know and. Yeah. Lost pretty damn cleanly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not not the biggest fan in the world of DIY in twenty in, in 2024. So it, it it didn't break my heart. Uh, I uh, do like the continued use of the uh, walk and talk promo. Uh, that has been good. I, I, I do like that. They're they're in a weird spot, man. Yeah, I it does almost feel like they're their time has come and gone. Like, they're not that old, but uh, even the tag division, uh, it feels like they're in a tough spot. You know, like, that's a better area for the two of them at this point. Uh, But it it still feels like there are other teams uh, ahead of them on the pecking order. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll continue to enjoy their matches, but yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of expectations for them. Um, so yeah, it, it, it makes sense to, uh, to move on, move on from them. And, but I mean, I guess it does depend, like, does Judgment Day end up taking those tag titles to WrestleMania? And... Because it doesn't feel like they're the opponents for, you know, like that's a WrestleMania match. I mean, I guess you could do it. Yeah. But I don't see anything else for for Damien or or Finn singularly. 
So I imagine no. that they will be tag team champions heading into, into WrestleMania. And just, you know, who haven't they beat yet? <laughs> yeah. Oof. I don't know. Like, they always need to bring someone up to to challenge them. Because, I mean, they even beat the Creeds already, didn't they? They beat the Creeds already, yes. So, yeah, there aren't a whole lot of people that you can uh, rebuild that are being like, oh, okay, yep, we can take them seriously. Like, I guess you can have the Creeds go on a winning streak again. But, yeah, like, the list of tag teams is really short. Because, I mean, Gable and uh, Otis haven't really been a team as of late. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they'd be the the one that maybe maybe you could go with, but then again, it was, maybe you go with Awesome Truth. Maybe that's just you know, it's, it yeah, it's right the there. Match, doesn't have to be the biggest match ever. <laughs> no, it does not. And, and uh, Truth has gotten and Truth has gotten back over with all this. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's. A, I suppose it does have some type of a. Uh, a Sami Zayn type energy where it it could just carry itself by uh storyline alone here. You know, Sami and Roman kind of set up there. Um uh what else uh I'm trying to think of other kind of big things on Raw. Talked about the announcing well, there's the there was the, there was the intercontinental title match between Gunther and Kofi. Oh. Another, yo, very 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 good Gunther match, uh, but still ending with a Gunther victory, and then the beating of the New Day by uh, in, by the rest of Imperium. Where do you think this is all heading, Kevin? Uh, because there's a. There, there, there's an answer for that question, but <laughs> I, I, you know, last night was the first night that I had thought to myself, they have to be bringing back Big E, right? Like the way that that all transpired, it seemed like that's what was going to happen to me when it did not happen. I was kind of shocked. Yeah, it, it felt like last night was it. Could have been the moment. And then it wasn't. Yeah, because you have the challenger and uh, a likely person that could defeat Gunther if you drag it out to Mania. Yes. Um, or if you want to free up Gunther for Mania, you have him win an Elimination Chamber. Whatever. <laughs> in, in a lot of ways uh so yeah i don't know when you like oh no we just uh you know guys i just wanted you to be beat down last week and you know like you have them come back in a week or something like that it it just seems a little strange uh to to have Big E pop in after this after this big beat down well, I mean, he's gotta he's gotta get to a point where where, where he's mad enough to come back, and they can just they could you know blatantly said that he's been he's been cleared to return. Uh, yeah, I, 
I guess it'll be interesting. Uh, there's definitely been some news out there about people asking about when he's going to come back recently. And it, he's giving the he's, he's giving the the, 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 the famous non-committal answer. Uh, yeah, yep. I'm not allowed to right now. Is uh, essentially what it comes down to, and I, you know. I, that is kind of a non-committal answer. Uh, they could have given you the go-ahead and you're kayfabe in us. Because, I mean, him and New Day popped onto a lot of... Uh, what? They were on the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. And uh, I feel like they... I, I, I mean, I know that they were at the Montez and Bianca Hulu thing, but I also feel like they were doing other press out there recently yeah. all together so yeah all of the context clues are there but uh we haven't gotten anything official yet yeah no 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 no, no. It, 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 see how, how this plays out because if gunther does not end up facing seth at wrestlemania and he does end up just defending his intercontinental title yeah that th- th- there's definitely there's definitely a match there with someone you could you, you could tell a story you could tell you could tell that comeback story and you know have, have a big moment for that person who finally who finally beats Gunther. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Biggie definitely seems like a, a candidate in that discussion. Uh, something small from Raw that I wanted to uh, bring up. Uh, is Bronson Reed the only one with a fun Videotron entrance uh, these days? The fact that they uh, decided to put him in a Godzilla-like position, uh, smashing a city in his uh, graphic, uh, I feel like they need to do that more. I think so, too. <laughs> and you know what? I also think after, this, after, after Saturday's Rumble, they need to fix this music situation. This is ins- it is insane how generic these themes are. Uh, yeah, I have uh, seen that noted, and I was like, you know what? You're right. I uh, I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, cues. No, there is there are no riffs, there are no cues, there are, there are no beats that, that to hit in, in almost any of these songs nowadays. The only ones are the people who got to keep their music from before. Yeah, and, and it's also I in the video graphic department. I, I can't believe how generic. Like I think that's why the Bronson Reed thing stood out to me. How generic everyone's video entrances are. Like I think that there's more creative stuff uh, in AEW in that department. Uh, using the uh, the video boards to enhance people's entrance. Now, I don't think it's for everyone, but I do think that there are some that I enjoy. And I, the music and the videos coming in are nondescript at best. Yeah, I agreed. So, uh, yeah, because it was kind of interesting. That was one... Um, because Liv Morgan kind of has an interesting start to hers. But uh, it was something that we didn't talk about. Uh, 
did you feel like there was some anticipation for number 30 to be Sasha Banks and people did not get it in that moment? Oh, I think there was. Yes, there absolutely was. Speaking of music, things that triggered in my head going to that topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like when number 30 came at that men's rumble and people were, there there were definitely people waiting for you if you smelled a hit. (laughs) 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 That's an outcome Sami Zayn. I don't think people booed Sami much. Whether he had any of that, you know, expectations or whatever. No, I did get the, I did get the feeling that that uh, that Liv Morgan got a little got a little more negativity than than than, he, than, than you'd hope you'd hope for. Uh, yeah, that one, that one stood out to me when it happened. I was just like, oof, like I, and I mean it, it. It's in that under that file of it could have been anyone, you know what I mean? Like whoever got put into that thirty spot was kind of going to get that reaction, <laughs> uh, just because that had uh, and well, evidently still is out there until she debuts in AEW. That will continually be out now, there. Now there was the thing where I believe it was Sean Ross Sapp says he said he asked somebody at WWE about her possibly for shook up in the Royal Rumble, and they answered. We, and he got an answer back about not wanting to, to get involved in contract tampering. <laughs> so maybe she, I mean, AEW is supposed to run Boston in March, I believe, for Dynamite. Well, that will continue to be one of the largest head scratchers. Like, I mean, if she is legit, and I mean, I... I I feel like we've at least kind of broached the subject a little bit. If she's really signed, like what I popping a city is that is that really worth it? I guess. I mean, they, I mean, I mean, they're doing the Tony Storm Gianna Perazzo feud, so there really isn't a place for her right now. I mean, I don't, so I don't think they'd ever oh. go after the TBS championship. I don't think that that would that, 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 be either. Oof, yeah. That does not have any cachet anymore. So I, I mean, I assume Revolution is going to be, you know, Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah. Which then you just have Deanna Perrazzo just, just, just lose her first, you know, big match and then, you know, fall, fall off the card. Unless, I mean, Mercedes was, or they was trying to work heel. In her in her New Japan stuff, oh. I'm not sure exactly how, how much was, it, 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 how, how much it was taking because simply people were just simply happy to see her. Oh, but she was trying to make this this, this a heel persona. Uh, so no, she's gonna get that. She, whether it's in her hometown or anywhere else, she's gonna get that pop out out, out the out, out the gate. There's that. You, you're not gonna stop it. Uh yeah, it's it's only going to be worse in her hometown if you're trying. Yeah. To, if you're if that's your intentions, you're setting yourself up poorly. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, she, she can't be a heel for a while. Really, she, you know, her first time in every city, she's going to get that reaction. Oh, yeah. Um. I guess is there any anything else in AEW that's worth talking about? I mean, 
technically we cover collision, but both of us just had nothing for it. No, it was just a show. Uh, I, I mean, do we talk? I, I did kind of forget as I'm scrolling through the raw, uh, report here. Uh, someone who was recently on collision, uh, and, uh, he was, I suppose, nominally a surprise entrant in the men's Royal Rumble, uh, Andrade, uh, officially signed to Raw. Yeah, no, it's not surprising that they're going to keep him. I hope this doesn't, this doesn't sound racially excessive in any way, but it's not surprising that they're keeping away from him, him, him on a different show from Santos Escobar. They are almost the same exact gimmick. They really are, yes. You know, like there's a lot of samesies. They both wear a ma- they both wear a mask upon their entrance that they take off, basically. Yep. Yep. They're the uh, kind of anti luchador rich guy. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah they need to be kept apart for the most part. You know, you can have the the Dragon Lees of the world take on uh, Santos. I'm not quite sure you really want him to cross paths with uh, Andrade. No, no, no. Yeah, keeping them apart is good. I, mean, I guess the only other thing is we're, we're, we're maybe are, we're setting up for uh, Braun Breaker to end up on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, that was definitely thrown out there. Uh, by Nick Aldis, who seemingly gets more TV time on Raw than he does on SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, since uh, Adam Pearce evidently was uh, breaching some uh, business etiquette or something and signing Andrade before... Uh, Aldis could. Uh, he definitely threw it out there that uh, SmackDown could be getting Braun, and you know, hey, that. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. No, no, no. You know, Braun I like Breaker Braun a lot. Outlived his, his. I don't want to say necessarily his usefulness. NXT has outlived its usefulness to Braun Breaker. Yeah, uh, he's not gonna get any better yeah. unless he. He'll, he'll, he, any improvement he has that will be on the road on, on the main roster working with people with more experience who are better than him uh, on a regular basis yes he he, he got the uh, Baron Corbin treatment is continuing to get the Baron Corbin treatment in a lot of ways uh, since they're, they're a tag team for the time being uh, so yeah like you said he he NXT has outlived uh, a usefulness for him, uh, for sure. So, yeah, get him up to the main roster. Go for it. Knock yourselves out. Um, And I think that about does it, does it not? I believe it does. Okie doke. Did you have a uh, bell time beer before coming on the show, sir? <laughs> or did you have a bell time drink uh possibly 
What I really liked tonight was something called an inappropriate board shorts from Young Blood Beer Company. It's a fruited sour. Ah, well, uh, we were uh, certainly in uh, the same realm of uh, beer drinking tonight. I was uh, looking through my beer collection and throwing some new stuff in the fridge uh, last weekend. And this was one that uh, was, I feel like it's been around for a little bit. Uh, my younger brother got it for me. It's uh, from Grist House Brewing in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Velvet Vortex Dessert Sour, 7% ABV. It is uh, brewed with strawberries, raspberries, graham cracker, vanilla, and milk sugar. It is a uh, very tasty beverage that uh, has uh, served as my dessert to the evening uh, during this podcast here. So uh, should one find themselves in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, with the highest, highest regards, go to Grist House Brewing. Their beer is fantastic. So, uh, with that, uh, bell time beer suggestions from at Defrango 11 and at Stunt Cali, uh, should one find themselves, uh, up in, uh, the Wisconsin territories there. Uh, the brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any other locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Have a good night, grandkids.